Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Mouth and Off Sports here on 91.5 WBIM. Apologies for the delay here. Running a little bit behind here, up against it, but that's fine. We got plenty of time here and plenty to talk about. And I am joined alongside, per usual, uh, my co-hosts here, Zach Lacey and Jonathan Sullivan. Fellas, how are we doing today? Great to be in here. Let's do it. Absolutely, Jonathan. Doing well. Super Tuesday, super excited for the show. It is Super Tuesday, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong about that one. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. And we'll have Ryan uh, on the second half with a little fancy draft of MLB position players. Should be fun. But we'll start, uh, we'll start here with Chris Sale. The unfortunate news, uh, he threw a 15-pitch uh, bat in practice, I believe. Yep. And apparently the reports were he looked good. And, you know, he worked good throwing, and then he comes out. He has to get an uh, MRI uh, with elbow soreness, and now he's getting referred to Dr. James Andrews, which is never a good thing if you're a pitcher. Uh, he could need Tommy John, and he could be out for a long time. And this guy, he's had these issues. I mean, this dates back to a while. They, they could have probably done this a lot, uh, a lot earlier, uh, maybe got ahead of it, but guys – Initial thoughts and what's been just the worst offseason in history, and now it's even worse. Um, you know, just really unfortunate. I mean, you don't never want to have a pitcher get Tommy John. Never want to have him have to talk to James Andrews. Yeah. Guy's the Grim Reaper of elbows. Um, you know, it's really upsetting, and I know Jonathan's over here psyched. He's pumping his fist that Chris Sale got hurt because he just hates Chris Sale. Um but just really bad for the Red Sox, and it's going to be a really mediocre season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, I didn't throw a party for this, but it feels good to be somewhat vindicated in what I've been saying for the past, you know, at least year. Um, it's like Dan said. I mean, he should have gotten Tommy John surgery when he got shut down last August. He went to James Andrews. I'm reading the story right now. I guess they didn't find enough. But given his history and his wearing down, you know, it was it was inevitable that he was eventually going to get Tommy John surgery. And having it now is just it's just really bad timing because he, sh- he could have got it at back in last August. And then he probably still misses this year. But then at least he's 100 percent ready for next um, spring training. But at this point, getting it right now, if it gets Tommy John pretty soon. I mean, now you're putting in the beginning of next year in question, too, which is just this, like the worst-case scenario. Yeah, and it's just really, like Zach said, I mean, it's just unfortunate. And, and from what I had seen so far when, you know, we've gotten any videos of him throwing thus far, he looked less violent or less aggressive with his delivery. I don't know if you guys saw any of that, but... I don't know if he if it was just more of like a, this is how I get into it uh, and like warmed up type of style, but he looked like less aggressive than he normally has been with his uh, delivery, and I don't know if that's something they were working on or just part of what he's been dealing with. But uh, yeah, I mean, for this guy to get signed to the deal that he got signed last year before he even stepped on the field, 
to have the year that he had, which was putrid, 6-11, ERA, well over four, and again, couldn't get through the whole season, he's probably one of the most honest and transparent athletes I think that we've had here in Boston. Like, he doesn't sugarcoat things. He doesn't make uh, excuses. Like, whenever he has a bad performance, he gets on himself, and he's honest about it. And, you know, uh, Alex Spear tweeted that he strolled out of the clubhouse at JetBlue Park, asked uh, to offer an assessment of how he's doing. He replied, I'm alive, said with a shrug and smile, and said he will have more information tomorrow and offer an update then. I mean, that that tells you all you need to know right there. I mean, his reaction, like, I'm alive, shrugs. I think he knows. He knows. He's going to have to go under the knife, and he's going to be gone for a while, and this team's going to suffer, and they've been suffering, and it's, oh, it's infuriating. And you see David Price over there in L.A. now, and he's like, oh, I've never been happier. Like, obviously, I mean, they're not going to be pushing his buttons over there in L.A. It's just a totally different atmosphere. It's perfect for him. And then on the flip side here, just everything's falling apart. It continues to fall um, apart, and it's, oh, it could not be more infuriating as a Red Sox fan. And just with everything, uh, the investigation, that still hasn't come down yet. Like, how long is that going to take? And then how much more can this uh, offseason just pile on this team and this organization? I've never seen like a four- to five-month span unfold this horribly for any team. It's, oh, it is, it's the worst. Michael Scott gift. Yeah, I mean, go from winning the World Series two years ago to finishing, what, probably fourth in the AL East this year, maybe? That's, <laughs> I mean, that, there's a real possibility that, they don't even I mean Tampa, New York, and then the Blue Jays are getting a hell of a lot better with Vladdy and Yo, Baltimore up and coming. Baltimore, they got <laughs> they got young players, they're good. I mean, the AL East is not AL East is gonna be no cakewalk this year. And the Red Sox, they weren't gonna make the playoffs even with Chris Sale, I don't think. So now we're gonna have an opener for games. We're gonna use the old opener strategy because we don't have starting pitching. And the bullpen isn't even all that great to begin with. It's not terrible. It's not their absolute weakness, but good Lord. We're going to use the opener strategy that's only, that I think only small market teams should have to implant. And one of the higher, highest payrolls in baseball, perennially, I uh, definitely botched that word. Uh, perennial? Peren, perennially? Yeah, there we go. And they're going to have to use an opener. Uh, for some games because they have no rotation. Eddie Rodriguez is their number one, and he's not a number one. This harkens back to when their number one was Clay Buckles in, like, 2015. They had five aces. They had five aces. John Farrell will never (laughs) let you forget that. They had five aces that year. Man. But, yeah, this is going to be a tough year for Red Sox fans, for a lot of fans. Got to tell you that Martin Perez signing not looking great right now. He started against the Yankees today and he got rough. <laughs> yeah. Up. I look down, look back up, bases loaded. Look down, look back up, three nothing, uh, and he didn't even make it out of the first inning. He's just he's saving it. He's saving <laughs> yeah, it. I hope so. <laughs> it's just off to a terrible, terrible start. My guy Tim Tebow as well out there uh, in New York, not having a great showing. Uh, you know, a little viral video of him tripping in the outfield. His shoe was untied, <laughs> though, 
if you saw, he had to tie his his cleat afterwards. Definitely uh, the cleat. Um, not his fault. You know who is having a good spring? Connor Wong. Connor Wong's oh. having a great, Sup, great DR. Spring. You know, Connor Wong, Grand Slam, another hit another home run too. I'll I'll take mm. it. Where's he gonna be? Where's he gonna start? Portland? I would Pawtucket? assume Portland. Because they got Lewicki. It's probably gonna be Lucroy and uh Vasquez up in the majors. Probably Lewicki in AAA and then Wong probably Portland or S- Salem. I mean, if Wong is gonna be in double-A Portland for a bit. Oh, absolutely. We're absolutely going to Portland. I, we're either going to Portland or, hey, maybe when they visit the Fisher Cats, little Fisher Cats in a Portland Sea Dogs game. Wouldn't mm-hmm. hate that. Would not hate that one bit. Do a live pod from the game. <laughs> live, yeah. Live reactions to his at-bats. Um, and definitely not heckling the, the bat boy. The ball boy. <laughs> or ball boy, yeah. Definitely not doing that. We would never. Hey, I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I got Vladdy's gloves. I don't know. He's going to have a monster year. He's going to rake. He's already had a few this spring that he's that, – that one I think was from yesterday. Oh, that piss missile? He destroyed that ball. I mean – It's a line drive home run he, to left field. Didn't get more than maybe 20 feet off the it's ground. It's just not, not even fair. Vladdy Jr. Guy's an absolute wagon. Yo, Rafi, <laughs> Rafi's a wagon too, though. Rafi, yes, Rafi borderline. If he stays like healthy this year, he he could be closing in on fifty bombs possibly. Well, I think that's, that's a, a big year. number. Maybe like mid forties. a big number. Like forty five. He just can't get he, into like the, the slums that he finds himself in sometimes. And obviously, as a hitter, that you, you're not going to avoid that. But he's going to have well over thirty. Yeah, I th- I think it's possible for him to crack 40. 50 is a big number. Yeah, you don't, you don't understand. Not a lot of people hit 50 home runs. No, I understand. <gasps> okay. I mean, how many people hit, did it last year? Just Pete hit, Alonso, maybe? He right? hit 32 yeah. last year. Yeah, he hit 32 last year. Got to get 18 more? Uh, <laughs> he's got to use – I mean, he's hitting the balls. He hits the ball so well to the opposite field, which plays so well to hitting – Bombs is the monster at Fenway, but the problem is that Fenway's right field is so far. Yeah, he had a tank dead center today. Yeah, he's pulling these pitches that are like pretty good pitches. You know, it's not meatballs down the plate. I mean, he's an elite hitter, so he is. I was interesting when I was looking up for our draft. uh, I was checking out some players and stuff, and they rated the top ten third baseman, and he wasn't even in the top ten. What? Oh, that's got to be because of the fielding. Uh, Yeah, I mean, third base is. Probably the most stacked position in the league. Yeah, it is. My it research. Is I mean, I wouldn't hate if he ended up being a first baseman at some point in his career, or even a, a DH. Like he's such, but he's such an athlete. I, yeah. I, I think I'd rather him stay at third. Casas yeah. is Casas Tristana. Yeah. He's their first baseman. The Dahlback. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, as long as he stays in the shape he's in, Devers. Fine at third base. I mean, I think he'll just continue to get better because he's not some elite fielder. But yeah, he he doesn't hurt you there either. Maybe like his first uh, stint when he first came up, he wasn't you know he was more of a li- uh, liability. But now, definitely not a liability, but not a Gold Glover. So no, he started to look a lot better last year, just making the routine plays and stuff. When he had to range far to his left and try to make a dive and play, and then get up and throw, it was mm-hmm. a little ugly. Yeah, but. The routine stuff he was he was doing it. I mean, you got to make ninety nine percent of the plays you're supposed to make. 
Um, and he, for the most part, he was doing that. Yeah, I heard something on the radio or I read something somewhere that it was basically saying that the only reason why Devers' defense is so bad is because he's never focused on it before because growing up in whatever Dominican leagues he was playing in or whatever, he just always would hit the ball further and higher than everyone else, so he just focused on hitting because, you know, he wasn't going to sit even if his defense was the worst defense out there because of what he could do with the bat. So now when he's he's actually has coaches and wants to care about his defense now, that he can actually, you know, play – Solid. I I think his ceiling is probably like a slightly above average third baseman. Right. He's, he's never going to be, gonna be Arenado, Arenado Chapman yeah. at third base. But I mean, Josh Donaldson, like he won defensively. Josh Donaldson won MVP. Well, I, I wasn't saying like MVP. I'm just saying his defensively, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like he's fine there. He's not going to cost you games there. No. I mean, Bogarts is, wasn't like negative dip, defensive run saved at shortstop. So yeah. And he's still playing there, so he's going to be there for a long time at shortstop. So, I'm really uh, not over losing Brock Holt to the Brewers. Uh, that was the saddest picture I think I've ever seen, or at least in the past year, was that Brock and Mookie taking a picture together, and Brock in his Brewers jersey and Mookie in the Dodgers oh, jersey. They look just so small in that picture. They are small. They are small. I know they're they are, small. but they look like extra small in that picture. Oh man, that was that was depressing. Uh yeah, and not even like he's just a great clubhouse guy. I mean, and just a, a good dude to root for and who's JD going to hug after just, home runs? Exactly. I mean, Connor Wong maybe? Kevin Pillar. <laughs> <Pilar>. oh, <laughs> no. no. Um maybe Benny? Yeah. Maybe. Benny needs to have a bounce back year for sure. Definitely. I mean, he's in big spot now. He's going to be probably a leadoff guy. And He kind of plateaued. Like, I think, what was it, two years ago? Wasn't he in, like, the final vote for the All-Star or whatever? Yeah. And then he didn't get it. And then last year was definitely a disappointment from him. I mean, it's different disappointment from the whole team, but I expected better from him than what they got last year. Yeah, I mean, year. once he cut his hair, dude, he just... Yeah, the hair needs to come back. Yeah, somebody somebody asked him the question in an interview, and he's like, oh, maybe it could be coming yeah. back. <laughs> I hope he changed his approach because uh, Benny Biceps, he put on all that yeah, muscle. No. I think he just wanted to hit 35 home runs, and that's know. just not the type of player he is. He just he needs to hit you know, for contact, not for power. And he can hover around the 20 mark for home runs. I mean, he reached, it, I think, his first full season. Uh, so he's not a guy that's like, only going to put up like 10 to 12 homers. I mean, he can give you a little pop, but yeah, a little too much there with the, those those gifts of him doing like the curls with the chains. Like, no more Benny Biceps. Just get a little toned. You'll be all good. Just, you don't need all that bulk. But, yeah. Dude, yeah. just go slap doubles off the off the green monster. Like, I don't need you to hit 40 home runs. I, need, I don't need you to be Mookie Betts. Go be Andrew Benintendi. Hit 310, get on base like 40. I don't even need to hit hit 285. That's fine with me. Bogarts had I expect more. Bogarts had all the doubles last year. He he Bogarts had all everything last year. And if he he, if he can give you 30 plus as well like he did last year, I mean that's huge. And again, he's coming into the prime of his career. Just hopefully, you know, this year seems like a wash, but I just hope a talent like he endeavors aren't wasted away because the Red Sox can't handle their finances and can't handle their pitching staff. So we'll see. 
Yeah. This their, year is going to be tough. Their offense, just like last year, is going to be fine. It's the pitching that's going to lose them games. Yeah, 100%. And, again, like, you don't – not saying I love Rick Porcello, but he was a guy that took the ball every five days, pretty much every year you had him. Innings eater. He yeah. was up and down for a bit. He had that Cy Young year. Wasn't, you know, spectacular. He's not going to strike out a ton of guys. He's more of a pitch-to-contact guy. But – Literally, that guy could not have been more reliable, the most reliable guy you had on your staff in terms of availability. Jonathan, availability, best ability. Yeah, Rick Porcello had that. Andy. Yeah. And you don't like just guys like that are valuable to a team like the Red Sox, especially with their rotation that has now gotten much worse, as Chris Sale is likely to get. Tommy John now getting referred to Dr. James Andrews and. It's brutal. It's brutal because you have weapons on offense still, even though you traded away your best talent in the last century, homegrown. You still have a great offense, and it's a it's a real shame that the pitching is going to let you down. Wait, do you do you disagree with that comment by Dan? Jonathan? Their best homegrown talent in the last century. Oh, did he say century? I thought yeah. he said decade. Well, no, he said century. With it, uh, that's <laughs> aggressive. I mean, Ted Williams. I mean, Ted, okay. Ted Williams. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. That's Babe like, Ruth die. Huh? Well, I guess yeah. that would be more than a century. It's been more than a century since they had Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah, yeah it has. But Ted Williams, Ted Williams. All right. Okay, that's the one caveat. But uh, Jim Rice is pretty good, too. Uh, Yaz. Mookie. Mo- Yaz oh. is pretty freaking good, Mookie, too. Mookie's better, and he'll have a better career overall than those guys. I think you're just saying that because you never saw any of those other people play. I mean, you didn't either, so. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Hand up. I didn't never saw Ted Williams play a baseball game. Well, you can't use that argument for like Jim Rice be like, well, Dan, well, you never saw him play. I mean, you didn't either. Yeah, but you can't just say that Mookie's going to be better than them. I mean, he's trending that way. Well, I mean, to that, too, you said Tatum's going to be better than Paul Pierce. And so. You also said Tatum's Kevin Durant. Yeah, let's save that for the basketball talk. Yeah. No, you <laughs> also I'm, said I'm saying Kevin Durant. It's the no, same no, it's, argument. Nah, it's cross sports, different, different. No, cross sports. no, no. no. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, but with that. Ted Williams is probably that's the top one five like hitter of all time. It's the one caveat. Yeah, yeah. and left for the war too. Yeah, big war guy. And his prime. Big big war America guy. guy. Big big war guy. Big America guy. We love to see that. Probably will never be like athletes like that that ever do anything like that. <laughs> Go. I mean, yeah, we're not gonna have a draft again. So. No, and I mean, he, he's a Hall of Fame pilot. Yeah, he's in the Pilots Hall of Fame. Is he really? Yeah. Is that cap? That's no cap. Huh. I mean, not to get political, but the next, if there's another war, it's a nuclear war. So, like, you, you toast. <laughs> okay. All right. Happy thoughts. Anyways, yeah. Jonathan, yeah. Way, way to bring the whole show down, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, give you a timeout. Yeah. Seriously. I'll mute Bo- him first. Booted, yeah. <laughs> mute him. <laughs> um, but still, like, regardless, you gave away one of your all-time generational homegrown talents and an MVP – Yes, he's not the greatest playoff performer, you know, yet. He hasn't really proved it there. But your offense is still going to be top five, top top ten. And yeah. your pitching is going to let you down. And your manager was caught in a cheating scandal. So just a whirlwind of an offseason that has only gotten worse from month to month, week to week. Only worse. From every shoot a drop, it, it, it's baffling. And then amidst all the Tom Brady talk, I mean, you, you throw everything in the pile. And as a Boston sports fan, it, it makes you sick to your stomach. It, re- it really does. I, 
I can't stress it enough. You turn on sports radio, it's three and a half hours of of Brady watch, which is incessant. It's so repetitive, and yeah, like we'll talk about it a little bit here coming up, but very little. But I mean, not for three and a half hours. No, our, our show's only two hours. Our show's only two hours. Yeah, and our show's in five days a week either. Uh, that too, and we're still not going to give it a ton of time. I mean, a few weeks ago, we did like an hour and a half on baseball because that's how... That was too long. That's how triggering this offseason <laughs> has been. That's, that's what this offseason has, has done to us. It has forced us to talk about just the most ridiculous news in baseball for almost the whole show. Treat it almost like a football segment, like week five, where we just... The, almost the whole show is football, but... Yeah, uh, again, just to emphasize the point, it's going to be a tough year. We'll see if they can, I don't know, try to muster up a 80-win season, 85. Yeah. What's the over-under? Oh, and one sixty. i I'm pretty sure the over-under was like 83-and-a-half, I want to say. I can, I can pull it. With the sale stuff, though? Let me pull, I let mean, me pull up the actual okay. number right now. Because I mean, I'd have to imagine it's somewhere in the in the mid '80s, and I feel like I'd have to hammer the under. Like I feel like you're probably going to pull like an '86 and a half sack or an '85 and a half. I mean, you're in a good division, the Red Sox are, but there is still a lot of trash in the league. It's '84 and a half uh, over under. '84 and a half. The under is the favorite. I would take the under in a heartbeat, just because again, it's the pitching. The pitching is going to fail them. And with a new manager as well, that changes things. Renicky, I know he was with the team. Uh, you know, he was on the staff with Cora. But I don't know. I think Cora really was the glue to that clubhouse, and there's no more Cora. Yeah, but Renicky's been there for a while, and when he was the manager in Milwaukee, he came in as an interim, interim manager mm-hmm. too. So he knows how to fill that role, and he was successful in Milwaukee, so... I think uh, 84 and a half, that's close. I'm man. taking the It is close. I think I might over. take the over. I like him at like 86, 87. All right, we'll get Ryan's pick later when he calls in because. I mean, they get hot for a little bit. I, I mean, got you the can under. see Yankees, the Yankees got injuries too, and they play them a lot. I mean, I don't know. It, that's a really good number for the. Uh, it is. It's a spot on number. Uh, I think it comes come down surprise. right to the end. Bookie puts out good odds. <laughs> well, it's not Jonathan's bookie, so I mean, Jonathan's bookie would probably be at like seventy-two. Yeah, Jonathan's bookie would be like oh, 0. 0.5, oh, and one I mean, yeah, eighty-four and a half. Uh, yeah, under because again, the pitching, and I know like Renicky, I think he'll do a fine job. I just, oh, uh, I just see. You'll put it on the board, Dan. Yeah, I am. I got over, you got under. Zach also has I got a slight over, yeah. over. Yeah, I think Ryan will probably take the under two after this sale news. I'm just guessing, but I don't know. I might be uh, alone on this one. Who All knows? right, let's get, let's get two more in there. Um, the highest and lowest. The Yankees are the highest over under with 102 and a half. What do you guys got? Over. Under. Under. Oh, this is tough. I think they're going to be a little underwhelming. Okay. Um, I think then, it always is the case, like with these super teams on paper. Yeah. They always, especially in that first year. Yeah. You know, baseball, you don't need as much, you know, you don't need chemistry as like you do in some other sports. But 
I still think it's, yeah. I mean, chemistry is important, but you're right. It is a very, it's a very solo game. I mean, you get the pitcher making, making his pitches. The batter, he can't be helped by anybody else on his team. Right. Unless you're the Astros. And same with the, the fielder. <laughs> wow. The fielder. I mean, you but, can, um, good one, man. He can back people up. But, I mean, <laughs> if it gets hit to you, you got to make the play. No right. one else is going to make the play. No one else. Guy. I mean, you got to turn double play with a couple, with another guy. But, like, yeah. you both have to do your own part. So, And then the lowest in the league, it was tied between the Orioles and the – oh, sorry, just, just Detroit, the Tigers. Detroit. Yeah, at 56. The Orioles are at 56 and a half, so. I mean, I'd say the Orioles are going to lose more than the Tigers, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to see what yeah, how the, many did they win last year? What the Tigers did last year. I think it was year. like four. I think it was, they were awful last year. Oh, yeah. We had, there, was like, there was so many 100-loss teams last year. Man. What would we talk about if we were a Detroit sports station? Uh, the Red Wings are the worst team in the league. The Tigers are the worst team in the league. The, the Pistons, Pistons stink. Are an utter mi- the Lions. And the Lions, the Lions oh. started out good, but they stink too. Yeah. Yeah, they have the third pick in the draft. They were the third worst team in yeah. the NFL last year. Yeah. Detroit would not be fun. And then Michigan football can't do anything. Nope. Michigan State basketball preseason number one. Now, now like a four seed. You good, Zach? Got, uh, oh, playing hurt here. All right. Kid just banged his leg or Detroit something. Detroit ankle went. <laughs> Forty-seven and one fourteen, good for a twenty-nine point two percent winning percentage. Oh my god! A gimme? I don't know because that division is so bad too. Because Kansas City also lost a hundred games in that division. That is last the worst year. division in baseball. <laughs> it is so bad. It's like if they were in the AL East, then yes, obviously they would hit the under. But their division is so bad that like they have. To win some games, but their division was so bad last year they didn't win games. I know. Yeah, I mean that. That's tough. I'm taking. I'm taking the under. Same. What is it, Dan? Fifty four. Fifty six. Fifty six. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the under too. And what's yeah. Baltimore? Fifty six and a half. What did they win last year? Fifty four. I'm going under on that. Too. I'm going over. Because of the division. Getting better. Going over. This under. is Chris Davis. Yeah, Chris Davis, I, Chris Davis, nasty. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna start like oh of a yeah. thousand. <laughs> that was the most impressive he's streak. Was him going hit until like May. Must have been like oh of like two hundred. He so, said almost. he he said recently he's so embarrassed. Like if he continues to play that way, he would consider retiring and not taking the rest of that contract. Oh, he's got so much money. I know, like he's not so gonna much money still it. on the table. But the oh fact God. that he he actually said like the embarrassment is so bad. That he would consider retirement. Like, that is insane. The dude used to be a 40-home run guy. Yeah. Jeez. Dude, the team's not even good enough for them to bring up somebody to play in, instead of him. <laughs> like, they have nobody else to replace uh, him with. That's tough. Tough. But, yeah, Red Sox. Go Red Sox. Go Sox, Let's baby. Go Red Sox. <laughs> Let's go Red Sox. Go Red Sox. Go Red Sox. Tom Werner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew where you were going I'm right start away. A chant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got to have the cadence right. If you're gonna start a chant, I mean, you got to get the cadence at least. It can be a bad chant, but you gotta you gotta get the cadence. Come on, but yeah, um, when we do our off-air pods in the summer, hopefully we can make that happen. Uh, don't know how much uh, Red Sox talk. Well, I mean, we'll have to talk about the Red Sox, which I mean, kind of stinks, but like. Because they're the only team that are going to be playing during the summer, but I don't know. Who knows with all the Brady stuff? It could be an interesting summer oh, for God. the Patriots. Yeah. Well, we got golf talk in summer. Oh, we got golf oh, we, talk. We can get some golf talk right now. We'll get some golf talk right now. All it's right. a beautiful day I, here. 
hand up. I am officially concerned about Tiger Woods. Yeah. I've heard rumblings yeah, that too. he might not even be ready for the Masters. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear about that, but... Well, he's, <laughs> not, he's not playing in the Arnold Palmer Invitational this week at Bay Hill. Good. Um, Rory McIlroy's the favorite, whatever, to win. But, yeah, I'm worried about Tiger. Um, the Olympics, too. I mean, he's not... He dropped down to 11? Oh, no. Yeah, the, the Olympics, that's another thing, though. Yeah. The Olympics might be gone, too. No, yeah. no. The, the IOC said today that they're going ahead with it. I thought he said that they were possibly willing to shut them down. That was reported, but today, was old, yeah. today the IOC literally said they're going ahead with the I Olympics. Saw, I saw a report this morning that I'm gonna slap came you. out and said something I'm gonna about sl- it. I'm gonna slap All right, you. well, Tiger Woods is number six in the fish, or the sixth-ranked American in the official golf rankings. Oh. Top four make it to the Olympics. When's the but, deadline? Uh, like June. Okay, okay. But DJ has said he's not going to play at the Olympics. Beautiful. Because it there's it's packed schedule in the summer for these guys, and it'd be a lot for them. So Tiger's basically fifth because DJ's the third ranked American, so he's out. Right. So he's got Patrick Reed, Webb Simpson, Patrick Cantlay ahead of him, and then JT and Kepka are the top two Americans. So they're gonna make it. Yeah. And but he's got Xander Shoffley and Brooks Kepka both right behind him. Both been playing great golf. So he's really gotta. I mean, get healthy, I guess. I didn't even know he was hurt. He was playing so good, and then he just crapped the bed at uh, the last tournament that he played. Yeah. He shot 11 over. Dead last. Dead last. Dead last in the field. Dead tough. last in the field is not, not a good score. No, and whenever you see Tiger, anything with his back, you just immediately, oh, no. Tiger Woods, oh, no. who's back of the week? Who's back of the Tiger's week? His back. His back is officially <laughs> back, but not actually. Just his hurt back is back. But we had a little controversy at the, the Honda Classic last week. Sunjay Im got his first win. Good for him. Another international guy, South Korean. Goes from winning or the Corn Ferry Tour Player of the Year two years ago. Last year he was the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year, and now he gets a win. But Tommy Fleetwood coming down 18 to par 5, his second shot into the green. He's down by one. Eagle to win. Birdie to force a playoff. He's hitting his second shot from the fairway, and somebody screams in his backswing, and he sliced it into the water, makes bogey, and loses the tournament. Holy smokes. <laughs> I didn't see that. Was, oh, my god! It was a pretty l- loud, like, get in the hole or something, like right in the middle of his backswing. People are really upset about it. Does the, talking in the backswing affect you guys that much? I mean, I'm not good, but yes. It does? <laughs> All right. It yeah. does because if it's like of how much emphasis is put on not talking. I feel like if the like in other sports where like you can scream when stuff's going on, it wouldn't affect you as much as if it wasn't quiet every single other time when you hit. That's fair. fair. Yeah. I agree. It was it was a piercing sound. The guy yelling at him. <laughs> and the ball just it was a massive duck slice into the water. <laughs> but Bless you. I muted my mic, and that definitely still came through. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Tommy Fleetwood still can't win on tour, but he cracks the top ten in the official golf rankings with that. Um, I need Tiger finish, in, so. in the Olympics. I need it. He need. He need pro- with the amount, the little amount that he's going to play. It's tough. He'll need 
at least probably like a top five finish at the Masters and maybe a, a win somewhere else. Yeah. Seems unlikely. I mean, Patrick Reed, right ahead of him, he just won. Webb I Simpson just, just won. Cantlay's always good. I mean, unless Brooks Kepka has talked about skipping the Olympics too, which would then open up the next spot for Tiger to get in. Yeah. I would love that. I almost feel like Brooks, I don't know, because, I mean, he's kind of been on the record of, like, not caring. Like, obviously he cares about the lesser tournaments, like, that aren't majors, but I feel like it's a, like, you know, the Olympics, it's a big thing. Like, I think he might want to get up for that. But, hey, if he wants to lend his spot to someone else, like Tiger, Eldrick Woods, uh, I'd be fine with that. He was saying the same things as DJ was saying, that it's just the scheduling. Oh, okay. and, like, it's such a, I mean, you got to, go all the way over there in the middle of the summer when there's the players and there's U.S. Open, British Open, and all this stuff. It's it's a lot yeah, for these guys, so. Understandable, for sure. And, again, it's just, I just need that. I need that visual tiger at Tokyo 2020 Olympics re- repping the USA. Like, I need that. 100% be the flag bearer, the flag carrier. Oh, it would be that. incredible. And again, we've said this before when like we've mentioned this back in the fall, like it would just be so cool to see and he may not get an, another chance four years uh ahead. This would no, this is definitely last, this the last, is last shot. Chance. Yeah. So. I mean four more years he's what? He'd be forty eight? No way. Um I mean he's probably not gonna be coming off a master's victory then, which would bump his rankings significantly. So he wanted the Zozo, you know. Oh, this is his best shot to make it, for sure. Which is why it needs to happen. But, hey, we'll see. We got a couple months until that starts to come to fruition. Um, but, yeah, I love love golf talk. I uh, love that the weather's starting to turn a little bit here. Oh, super nice today. 61. Yeah, today yep. was a golf day. Yeah. Definitely big, big golf, g- golf day. Um, and, again, I got to start hitting the range more. You know, got to get those... Those hands right, dude. We gotta have a gr- we gotta have a <clears throat> full show outing on the course. Yep, and they gotta they gotta open those green uh, greens at Ritter. Um, I need to get my putting going. So yeah. greens on the course are open. Well, no, I mean mm-hmm. the putting mm-hmm. green. The putting green. I'm just saying, you know, we could get on the course. That's true. A, yeah, That's there, true. Dan, there's a uh, there's some broken in the netting by hole ten by the putting <laughs> green. There's like you could you can sneak under it. The, it's ripped <laughs> in the holes. You go out and putt it. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I've noticed it before. Kid knows things? Yeah. I've never done it, but. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ah, cap. That's a tough green, though, I will say. That For green, those of you that don't oof. know, it just slopes, like, straight down. I don't like that hole. It's such a short hole, and it, I never make even par. It's just the worst. But yeah, so hopefully my hands don't feel like absolute death after the next uh, go-around at the driving range. <clears throat> large bucket of balls had my hands feeling like I don't know someone just took hammers to them it was terrible my pinky that grip I was not used to it but anyways that's golf talk uh, and we got the draft coming up here when Ryan gets on the horn let's let's do Tim let's do let's do Tim. Tom Brady yeah, oh, okay. let's just get it over with alright like a band-aid so this is where I'm going to go with this, because I mentioned this to Zach right before the show, and he was, he was like, what? Yeah. He was like, wait. And I was like, yeah, no, like, for real. Uh, there's rumors swirling that Tom Brady and the Patriots, uh, the Patriots, and the 49ers could be connected. 
that uh, Tommy Curran reported um, on Mad, Do- Mad Dog Sports that uh, it's between... <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. No one's coming and I'm just laughing. It's all good. Uh, yeah, it's funny about it. You'll see. <laughs> um, 49ers uh, are closing in or trying to close in on Brady, that they're serious, that from both sides it's real. And uh, I'm going to beam up Tommy Kern on Mad Dog Sports here for you and uh, give you the scoop. How do you think this plays out? What's your prediction? Where's Tom Brady going to sign? Where is he going to play football next year? Uh, 50-50. I really, it's, it's either going to be, to me, it's either going to be New England or Tennessee with uh, the 49ers closing hard on the outside. So you think the 49ers conversation is real? I do. You think that's from Tom, or do you think that's from San Francisco? I think it's from both. I think that there is an appeal. If, what's interesting about that is the Patriots sent Jimmy Garoppolo out there for such short collateral that could Belichick say, hey, why don't you just sign this guy when he comes available for two years? I'll take Jimmy back. He'll get you the Super Bowl that you probably could have had this year if you had Brady. And we'll, you know, we'll, we'll start fresh. It would be it. All right, so... That was Tommy Curran on Mad Dog Sports uh, of NBC Sports Boston. Okay, like, he's a real, like, big J journo. So, you know, I do buy a little bit of stock into what he says in terms of the Patriots. I think he's very close to the whole thing, and he's usually pretty good with his reporting. I mean, probably the best local guy for, you know, the Patriots beat. And he's saying it is very real on both sides that the 49ers are trying to close in, quote-unquote, on Brady, and that Jimmy G could end up coming back to the Patriots. Now, how do we feel about that? I mean, like, this is banana lands. That is officially banana lands with this story. Now that, you know, it's not just a, a, a radio caller, you know, for sports radio. Oh, yeah, Bill, Bill just wanted to send Jimmy over there, and, you know, he'll trade Tom when the time, and time comes, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's becoming very, very much a possibility. How do we feel? Uh, one, I don't think there's any way that this happens. <laughs> now you can see why I, I I couldn't help but chuckle as Dan was <laughs> but telling people this. But two, as much as I clamored on this show all fall, don't even say you want Jimmy G winter, right now. For, for With the exception of one week when the 49ers became my team going into the NFC Championship, I told you how much I thought Jimmy G was a fraud and that he was going to choke. If you told me that Tom Brady's leaving and Jimmy Garoppolo's the replacement as opposed to someone like Andy Dalton or Jared Stidham, I would take Jimmy G. You would take Jimmy G over Andy Dalton and Jared Stidham? Yes. That's oh, very thank big. Thank God. Very big. At least, you're, <laughs> at least you're not that dumb. Like, in this whole Brady Brady Watch fiasco, this is the only scenario that I would be, I don't want to say okay with, but I could, like, accept at the end of the day. Like, okay, it was going to happen no matter what, and they I, got something good. But how does the money work out? Jimmy G would have to restructure, 100%. He's going to be a $25 million cap hit next year. Plus Brady's 13 dead cap. Plus Brady's 13. and $38 million on a quarterback? That ain't happening. The Niners have to decide on the future for 
Jimmy G with them by April 1st. Uh, that's like a $15.7 million option, I think, uh, from what I read. But, yeah, they would have to restructure for sure and move the money around. However they would do it, I don't know. But it's the only scenario that I would be somewhat accepting of Brady being somewhere else next year. The only, only scenario. And I mean, I definitely mm. don't want him to go to Tennessee. <laughs> you just, I just don't. And, I mean, we got the whole Brady and Edelman at the Syracuse game. All right, that whole thing. That was, was crazy. Way blown out of proportion. Way blown oh, out yeah. of proportion. I mean, Edelman, uh, if you haven't seen it, Edelman's on camera with Brady and Jimmy Fallon, and Edelman's like, he's coming back, he's coming back. And Brady looks at, like, kind of looks disgusted, and he says, this guy. Like, well, oh, this guy. No, actually, actually, we got – so I don't have it ready right now, but there's – I don't know how they did this, but they enhanced the audio of what they were saying. You hear Jimmy Fallon or someone after Edelman says he's coming back, he's coming back. You hear another voice after that, after Brady's, you know, doing like the little shrug or whatever. Uh, they say, what'd you say to Bayheim?" And then Brady says, he's got it. Well, oh. whatever yeah. that means, he I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that came out like yesterday, I think. He said, he's got it. To whoever right. said well, but yeah. people thought that. people thought Brady said no, he's not right at first. Yeah, and then the other side. So you have the whole side of the, of the Patriot, you know, truthers that think there's no way Brady's leaving. That came and and you know are quoting this as like gospel. And then you have the other side that are the people that are so convinced he's leaving that then pull up the their facetiming Mike Vrabel at the game. And so you just, once again, you have, like, these two sides so convinced of what he's going to do that it, it has to be, it, it has to be he's coming back or it has to be he's going to Tennessee. But It's just what this whole thing has done to everybody. It's, it's all speculation. Dude, I mean, Brady knows exactly what he's doing every time he's, in, he's out in public. I mean, we saw with the the damn Hulu ad in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, this guy knows that every little thing he does is going to be scrutinized to the fullest extent, and he's doing everything just for fun and just well, to mess with us. He I, doesn't give a. Can crap. I say one thing? Please do. I am not. It sounds to me like you're convinced he already knows what he's doing. I, I do. I'm. 100%. I'm not 100 percent convinced that he knows where he's going or I if am. he's staying. I I'm. Am. I'm not. Hmm. Why? Because, why? Why do you believe that? Because I think he wants to go and meet with these teams, and they're gonna pitch like like Kevin Durant, like when Kevin Durant was a free agent, and all the teams came to the Hamptons and pitched to him. You don't think he already knew too? I, I think, don't think he knew. No, Dan. I I mean, I think he had it in his mind that he was going to the Warriors, but I think it's I think this is a little bit different. I think it's just like for all show. I I, I think mm-hmm. I think it's really just for all show. Well, and, we know how you feel. Well, that. yeah, I think he's staying. I think a lot of this is already decided. There's also been reports that they're not completely like not talking. Like Bill and Brady have been texting at the very least, so it's not like they're not talking at all. I just think we're all we're all getting played for a media circus, and everybody's feeding into it. Absolutely, and it's you know. F- Football's over. Uh, the XFL is trying to make a name for itself. Um, XFL. Uh, all right, well, we're gonna get in there. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. One thing sorry. before. Yeah. Can I get a? I know where you two lean. I 
a percentage, he stays, he goes. I am I am right now, I've flip-flopped a few times on this. Right now, I am at 52%. Oh, come on. 52% he stays, 48% he goes. Wow, because right, so that's a take. And you're okay with, or is your 48% like all the Titans? Or? No, it's Titans, Chargers. Niners, baby. Yeah, no, not the Niners. <laughs> Titans and I'd be shocked if we go somewhere besides the Titans or the Chargers. I guess Vegas too, but the Titans would definitely be number one, then probably Chargers, then Vegas. I'm at 68%. Just 68. That he stays. 32%. He could go probably, say probably 25 of that is the Titans, 5 to Vegas, and maybe 2 to San Francisco. I'm at 80-20. 80 he stays. The 20% is that somehow he changes his mind like last second, last meeting, has a change of heart, a material change, as some would say. But I think he stays. I think, again, it's pretty much all but done. I mean, yeah, the Pats haven't come out like the Saints and, and Breeze and been like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back, who that nation? It's not like people want that or people are like, well, if it's the CBA, you know, they could just say that he's coming back and whatever, we'll figure it out. That When have the Patriots ever been like, oh, here's this free information. Let's just give you all this information that we don't have to give you. No, the, the Patriots are this systemic, yes, they have leaks at times, whatever, but they hold things close to the vest. They have always done so. They don't show their cards. They don't show their hand. They're going to ride this out as long as they can, I feel like. Like, this is not going to come out for who knows when. I mean, like, will this be decided at the start of free agency? No. I think Brady will do his little tour, but this is pretty much all but done. And they're not going to – if they've already committed themselves to each other but they haven't worked out the terms, they're not going to tell anybody about it. It's just that's not how they operate. Yeah, I just – I think Brady knows exactly what he's going to do most likely. Um, either that he wants to stay with the Pats or he's going to probably Tennessee. Um, and I think he'll have enough – decency to tell the Pats ahead of time but I think he's I think he's enjoying making everybody sweat right now yeah well, he's, he's a story he's yeah he's he's never been able to be in this position and I think he's just enjoying making everybody sweat what? and think over him. whoever oh, yeah. is leaking the information coming from his camp and in in the same regard the Patriots camp and whatnot they are doing an awesome job of creating headlines. I mean, it's oh, it's yeah. every week. It's almost every day. You know, there's this headline that comes out that makes you makes it sound like there's no possible chance he's coming back. Like there's what last week Jeff like Darlington or yep. whatever his name was comes out and publishes that like headline that there's no chance Brady's coming back. And so you're like, man, like I don't know how much I believe this, but it really sounds like he doesn't. Why would he say this? He must be getting this from somewhere. But then Brady goes to the Syracuse game, and I know that we said we're. I said that it's blown way out of proportion. But like in the back of my head, I'm like, man, if he was leaving, I know he's friends with Edelman, but why would he still be hanging out with Edelman in public? Like that must mean that he's staying. <laughs> you know, he wouldn't. Like, if he was leaving, Edelman probably knows, and 
I don't know. I mean, I know they're friends, but it just would be, like, weird. People are writing stories about Giselle's Instagram stories. I mean, that's when you know we're at an all-time level with this thing. I mean, she gets asked on Instagram, like, oh, like, do you like living in New England? I think, like, that was the phrasing. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, we've been here 12 years. The weather can be tough, you know, from where I'm from. And, you know, it's not really like this. But, you know, I don't think it's about... You know, them not being in New England or selling the house because apparently they're living in like New York or Connecticut, I think, or whatever. But, anyways, the point is, I don't think, or, and then she was asked, like, oh, like, where do you want to live or whatever? She's like, oh, I hope it's somewhere nice. Like, wherever Tom goes, I hope it's somewhere nice. You can interpret that however you want. But at the same time, this story is just, it, it is driving the national media, the local media, insane. They're covering everything. No stone is being left unturned. And it's it's wild, truly. He's going to be the story for the next month. Well, I mean, English second language for Giselle, so. It's true. Yeah, Dan, and but. she said she likes the seasons. She likes the seasons. Here. Yeah, she likes the seasons. <laughs> and yep. her kids like the snow, but it's been a tough winter for liking the snow around here. But to go back to, <laughs> true. to your point, Jonathan, if Edelman, if Edelman knew... He wouldn't be on camera yelling he's coming back if he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. If if Edelman knows that he's leaving, he would not be on a camera try, yelling at people that he's coming back because then everybody's just going to hate him when yeah. he does, if he doesn't come back. I mean, it's a fair point. So, it's a fair point. Yeah. This is just, again, like, I, we may not know exactly when things were, you know, figured out whether he leaves or he stays, but if he does stay, it's like, People will look at all this crazy narrative around this story, and they'll be like, wow, we like literally got played like a fiddle. And we, we fed in. We gave this media story all the fuel. And it is. It's good for the business, too. I mean, for people to keep doing this and for Brady to keep extending this however long he does, it's, it's good for business. Yeah, I mean, if the ratings are up, the media is – I mean, they're getting played for the stories, but they're not getting played overall if their ratings are up. That's good for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Good for everyone. And ultimately, good for Brady. Hopefully, good for the Patriots. But if Brady does end up getting uh, signed by the Niners somehow, this will be, I mean, we dipped into this a bit. We'll have um, to spend like a whole year. show on that. Yes, but we will become an official 49ers podcast. Nah. Because, oh, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I mean, you might be an official 49ers <laughs> fan. <laughs> I mean, not an official 49ers podcast, but if Brady ends up being with the 49ers, don't think, I mean, we will cover that. I mean, we will absolutely talk about the Niners. I'd watch every Niners game, personally. Every single one. I mean, they're already my my NFC team. Everybody knows that. (laughs) It's very true. Been on the Niners forever. But Dan, yeah. you'd have to switch your allegiance because you're a big Hawks guy in the NFC West. Uh, yeah. But you know what's even better? Just like the, the fact if it did happen, if Brady and Garoppolo did switch, they play each other this coming season. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be like the most hyped game. And I'm pretty sure it's at New England, too. Yeah, New Imagine England. all the red jerseys in there. and Oh, it would. that would be a spectacle right there. Bill... And Jimmy versus Tom. Oh, but yeah, I mean, this Brady watch thing is going to go on for what feels like forever, but soon enough, we will have answers. And when we do, when anything else really big happens with it, we'll talk about it, but I'm not going to, we're not going to spend two hours on 
Giselle's Instagram story, Brady's property management, whatever. No, it's not happening. We'll definitely dip into it, but we're not going full-fledged. No way. Um, but, yeah, we'll have Ryan on soon, and we'll do our fantasy draft uh, for MLB positional players. Well, we're going to take a quick, quick break um, for the second half of the show. And, again, uh, we'll be back. Uh, it's the Mouth Off Sports Show here on WBIM 91.5 FM, and it is the home of Bridgewater State Radio, WBIM. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Mouth and Off Sports Show, second half here. Again, it's me, Dan Sadik, alongside Zach Lacey, Jonathan Sullivan, and on the phone, joining us here for our uh, second half of the show, co-host, Sir Ryan Brown. Ryan, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Dan. Love to hear it. You're coming in nice and crisp. Love a good phone. Love that. Absolutely love that. What's up, Ryan? Yeah. Sounds so good, you might, you might be on a landline. That's how good it sounds. <laughs> yeah, plug- probably not on a landline. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ryan joins us here. Second half, uh, we got a doozy of a draft here. Um, not just in the studio because it's cold, but also um, <laughs> of a nice. MLB positional player <laughs> draft. Uh, all nine positions, including DH, uh, for those wondering. And uh, Zach's pulling up a random number generator, I believe. And can we get the drum roll, Zach? Rigged. Ryan already saying it's right. Rigged for Ryan because he gets the first pick. Rigged. First pick for Ryan. Second pick to me. Dan, three, Jonathan, four. So rigged. So let me just get this straight. We go in just, you can take any position at any pick you want or, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. you can take any. You just have to have one of each. Yeah, gotta okay. have one of each. Um, Are you keeping track? Sorry. Yeah, I'll keep okay. track. Yeah, outfield gonna... is a little try to do the one per position, but the outfielders kind of switch positions sometimes. So, but here we go, Ryan. Let's see what what you got with your first overall pick on the clock. Mike Trout. Okay. Shocker! Yeah. Wow, that Easy. took. I'm guessing that took a lot of thought. Yep. Very hard decision. Excellent option in center field. Five to a player. Weird. This is a this is a hard pick. Zach is on the clock. Dum, 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 dum. I said I was gonna, I, I said I was going to do this before if I didn't get it. yeah I'm taking Yelich. <laughs> Just signed a contract extension. Oh okay, so Zach gets Yelich. Uh, I mean, so. Left fielder for the um, Milwaukee Brewers. For people. All right, so I'm up. My first pick will be Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh, I was going to take him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Weep. Could yeah, I'm bad. crying. So I think I know who Jonathan's going to take. Jonathan gets two picks. I get two picks. Oh, that's right. Snake. Snake. Um. Also, we're doing just general outfielders, right? No. Oh, we're doing act. Okay. So he's your right fielder. Okay. Yep. Stupid fantasy thing on ESPN I'm, doesn't even have the specifics. My uh, first pick, better. I'm going with Cody Bellinger. Oh, but I have yeah. to designate him a spot because it hasn't. He's a center. He's a center fielder. Slash first base though. Nah, nah. He's the, he's playing center oh, field I this year. Throw him as my first pick. No, Max. No, nope. he's their first baseman. All right, all right, fine. And then I am going. Nope. No, you're not. <laughs> you thought I'm sticking with. The outfield, I'm going Juan Soto. Really? Okay. He's right field, right? Left field. Left field, same thing. Really? Is it? Yeah, it is. Is it, Jonathan? Yeah. The same thing? You sure? Well, good thing you can't pick a right fielder, Dan. Well, I see. I get Yelich and Mookie, baby. Let's go. Nah. Mookie trash. Um, Let's see. So... 
It's a good pick, Jonathan. Uh, oh, Thanks, I just saw. Like I got you. I just saw a name that I would take um, pre-cheating scandal, but <laughs> not going to take that guy. Uh, give me <laughs> Nolan Arenado. Yeah, that's it's right. Third baseman for yeah, he's going to hold out, Dan. Colorado? He's going to hold out. Shut up, John. Like, uh, like NFL. Shut up. Like, like Zeke Elliott. <laughs> All right, well, I already announced Get. my pick, but I'm taking uh, Mookie. Kid right, took right Mookie. Fielder. Must feel nice. Still Dan, an amazing Dan loves him some Mookie. All right, Ryan, two picks for you, sir. Uh, give me Francisco Lindor. No. Reach. <laughs> Reach. Nah. And Alex Bregman. I could pick. Oh, I should have saved my third base uh, slot for Raffy Scoops. Dang it. Stupid. I just scrolled down. I was like, oh, geez. I forgot about that guy. Now it takes into account, too, like who other people have picked because like third base is super deep. So I don't even need to take one now. I know. I reached. Tough scene. Let's see. Where do we want to go? We got a dominant outfield. Dominance a little. You got an okay outfield. I got two of the three best outfielders in baseball. I got two of the two best outfielders in baseball. No, you don't. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go, Pete Alonso. Zach taking Pete Alonso. Polar wow, bear, love, Pete. Love Reach. that pick. Love that pick. Home run derby champion, Pete Alonso. Yeah, that's a good pick, Zach. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up having the worst team. I just know it. That's whatever, because I'm gonna end up like missing someone because I'm I thought someone else picked them. Or, I I just know it. Um, but anyways, that being said, I am going to take one Trevor Story. Fill out what? the shortstop. <laughs> what? That's a great that's a great great pick. You mad, Ryan? That is hella early. I mean, uh, it was. I mean, disagree. I got him at thirteen overall. I mean, I'd say Lindor is way too, way earlier, or should have been way later than Story. So. Oh. All right. Yeah, I disagree. Clap. I got two picks. Easy. Here. No, you got one pick. I'm going with my third baseman here. Nice. I'm not picking scoops though. I'm going with Anthony Rendon. Yeah, I could pick. Um, yep. All right. Cool. Now I'll take a third baseman. So. My last pick. That's and good. I'm finishing out my outfield. Huge I'm, I'm going with Bryce Harper. Yeah, I can put right Oh, field. I thought he was going to slip. I, got, I thought I he was my, slipping. I got to get my right fielder there. Dang. Could have sworn he was going to fall. That's tough. Mm. Um, I think Bryce Harper is overrated and he's kind of trash, but... I just, I don't. I'm looking at like the outfielders here, and like I just don't see another good. I guess who's up? Judge, but you are down. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> all right, so yeah, can't go Judge, which is unfortunate. But he's gonna get hurt anyway. Combing through here. Um, oh man, I, I really don't love this spot. Um, because I'm gonna have to go with. Don't want to take this guy. Do what you uh, want. Give me Altuve. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't take Bregman. I was the bigger man. I could have taken Bregman. I didn't do it. I took Altuve. Probably the biggest culprit. 
Yeah, so why is that? <laughs> I'm confused about your argument there. I just dug myself into a into a hole there. But anyways, on the board. Yeah. Um you know, let's keep the power train going. Let's get uh let's get JD at DH. Another guy that I was like, "Hey, maybe maybe he'll fall one more round and I can just scoop him." Nope. Getting worked on this draft. It's a tough scene. Doing something to you, Dan. <laughs> Sir Ryan. Sir Ryan. Those picks. Four for four. Do I have, I have two, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, give me Freddie Freeman. Yeah, I can put you. And Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman. Some solid picks there. I was thinking about taking Blackman. No, uh, Blackman is right field, right? Um, Blackman isn't he center? I think so, I right. have him down as right field. All right, that's fine. I okay. trust you. I don't have I don't have him written down on my stuff. Sorry. All right. Um, you know, big uh, big Red Sox fan. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, let's go with Bogey. Uh, that's pretty solid. I was thinking about him too, but nah, not this time. Um, so for me here, I'm gonna take uh, Anthony Rizzo. Yo, Jonathan. Yep, I got two picks. Yeah. All right. Got a lot of infield spots to pick up. Yep, I'm going with uh, Trey Trey Turner. Hmm. Solid. Sword stop. And uh, um, shot clock, sir. Fuck. Get out of here. Well, man. sir, we can't just like just be chilling here. And then I'm taking. We're gonna have to mute you. Jordan Alvarez for my wow. DH. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Don't hate it. Definitely don't hate it. Thanks. Um, so for me, I am going to go with Giancarlo Stanton. How many games is he playing this year? About six. 20. I mean. More than Chris Sale, though. I'll give you that. It's true. You just got to play one more than Chris Sale. It's true. I don't know that you're not, sure yet. You're not wrong. Mm. And right. that's left field, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. DH. Or DH? Yeah. Wait. Okay. Isn't he... Ryan, what did what did we do, what do we call Stanton? Uh, he's listed as outfielder, but like on the team website, he's listed as DH. Yeah, let's go with that's that. fine. DH is fine. Does that work? Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. I need a center fielder. Second. Is there any way Third we can like sure. metric this throughout the season? Like measure. I mean, yeah, you can just pick everybody. Like take everybody's like fantasy points. Oh, for for fantasy, yeah. Okay. I mean, or, or, or war, or war, or fantasy. Yeah, we could we could do both of them. That's true. Um, I'm tanking. Yeah, we know. I'm tanking, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Love to see it. By the way, we'll have this uh, up at Mouth and Off Radio on Twitter um, for all those who care you at Mouth and Off Radio. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go with center field. We're gonna take Whit Merrifield. I see you. I see you. 
Yo, YD, stand up. <laughs> YD, stand up. It's pretty solid, Zach. I see Yo, you. get a little speed at the top of the yeah, lineup. A little speed, a little speed. Reach you spec. Ryan, you get Reach two. Reach peck. Reach peck, sir. Mm. Has been pointed out on this radio yeah. program. Yeah. Po- We've won the poll. Bunch of Russian bots no, going into voting that's for that. false. Exactly. Your Russian <laughs> so bots, bots just, bo- just poll. making you false. win the backyard baseball <laughs> thing, too. Cap. You probably right. went through 20 uh, burners. All right, Speaking man. of Ritu, uh, in your case, Peck, uh, I'm going to go with Labor Torres. And I will add JT Real. Oh, you. Oh, oh. I was literally typing it in my phone as you spoke it. I'm sorry. Yep. Oh. Hate to see that. Oh, yup. Mr. Ryan over here. Get out of here. Yell at me. Good pick, Ryan. Good, good pick. <laughs> Z baby up next. All right. Rail Torres, huh? Um. Hmm. Big spot. It's where it's going to start getting two. tough. So I got second, third, and catcher. I still need. Yeah, I still need two outfield spots. Catcher. Right on third. It's a tough scene. You need a catcher, and he needs a catcher, right? Yeah. You guys don't need third. Let's see. Do you need... Dan doesn't need a second. I think everyone Yo, Dan, can I get a shot clock here? Shot I'm trying to... F- it, this is this is strategic here. Oh, oh, you're counting. I got All right, Grandal. Three. Two. Yasmani Grandal. Nice. Um, so, for me... Ryan took my catcher, dude. That, like... I literally was typing it in my phone. Like, oh, yeah. Weep. Cry. Yeah. Tears. All right. Fine. I'll weep. Um. Give me Schwarbo. Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> left field is, is a. Uh, is he a catcher? No, he's a outfielder. left fielder. What? Okay. He used to be a catcher, so that's not an out- well, that's not an outrageous. Well, thing. Uh, yeah. he's been outfield for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, me. Yeah. Get off my list? I'm looking wow. for what positions He's I try- have. No, wrong. You're trying to cheat. All right, whatever. I'm going. Kid's trying to look at my list. Wow, I... dude. Put together my own list. That's that's a violation. I got my top five at every position. The kid's to trying pe- to get on my list. You're I'm get going. Aussie Albies. Albez. Yeah, probably because he looked at my list. No. Yep. Second ranked. Um, that pick is under investigation. second baseman. Definitely under second. <laughs> and Dan took a, a Q now. So I had to go Oops. and get cry, <laughs> and then I am going. Really, I, Sanchez? Not Sanchez. I can't no. take Sanchez. Do I know it. I Do can't. It. I'm going. You could Wilson. There's two of them. I'm going Wilson Contreras. Oh my god. You weep over there, Dan. That was like my. That was like okay. No JT. I know. I'm taking Contreras and this guy, Jonathan. I mean, come on, dude. You, you're just going to take picks. You're going to take my pick, and you're going to steal from Zach's chart? I mean, from my chart. I wasn't stealing. I was looking at we the right side. We got two straight picks from you that are under investigation, my friend. All right, Dan, you need a catcher and a center fielder. Yeah, so, yeah, center field, I'm not, I mean, I'm not too, too worried about. Catcher, I knew, I knew this was going to happen to me. I was going to have to dig deep in the well. And I really didn't want to have to. But you know what? He had a hot year last year, but I'm not going to go with Vasquez. I'm going to go Salvador Perez. 
for my catcher, Beast, because my other two got taken. Tough scene. Hate to see it. That is a tough scene. All right. Um, Swings back to Zach here. We got, like, what, two more? Yeah. One more? So you have you and Jonathan have one more. Me and Ryan have two. And he has second baseman and a third baseman. So at second base, we'll take... Uh, Huge spot, Zach. Between Cattell Marte and LeMahieu. Screw the Yankees. Cattell Marte. <laughs> Arizona. It's a good pick, Zach. Big year last year. And now we get Ryan on the horn for his final two, correct? Yes, no. Sir. Yes. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Austin Meadows for left fielder. And pump out Nelson Cruz for my DH. Solid Zach. Uh, Zach. Solid Ryan. <laughs> Very solid, my friend. Uh, Chapman, third base. Another solid pick. Uh, for me, to close it out, I really don't. like. I, I didn't even want to pick Altuve, but I, I am left with no choice. George Springer. I'm tanking hard. Astros are going to stink. All those guys are going to be trash this year. And my, my fantasy team is going to be doo-doo. All right, Jonathan, what do you got? I'm going with Matt Olson. Good for you, Jonathan. Thank you. Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I know. It is. Oh, really? So, yeah, I mean, I don't hate my team, but I don't like having two Astros. I mean, that is, that is no bueno. All right, so Ryan, behind the plate, got JT Real Muto across the infield. He's got Bregman, Lindor. Uh, Torres and Freddie Freeman, then outfield, left to right, Meadows, Trout, and Blackman. Sounds like trash. (laughs) Sounds like gold with Cruz at DH as well. It's better than my team. Uh, Me, behind the plate, we got Yasmani Grandal um, around the infield, Matt Chapman, uh, Bogarts, Cattell Marte, Pete Alonzo, outfield, Yelich, Whit Merrifield, and Mookie. Oh, that's just disgusting. That's not fair. Um, and oh. JD at my DH. And Dan behind the plate, Salvador Perez, 95-year-old man. Uh, infield, Arenado, Story, Altuve, Anthony Rizzo. Outfield, Schwarbaum, Springer, Acuna, and Stanton at the DH if he ever plays a game. You sleep. Jonathan behind the plate, Wilson Contreras. Around the infield, Rendon, Trey Turner, Ozzie Albies, Matt Olson, and finally the outfield, Juan Soto, Bellinger, and Bryce Harper with Jordan Alvarez at DH. Solid. We'll we'll uh, get these up on the Twitter. You guys can follow the Twitter at Mouthin Off Radio. Again, at Mouthin Off Radio. Get some inspiring polls. Um, some very correct polls, too, uh, as the results showed, because uh, we had a debate about what's more impressive um, or what's better, uh, nine straight finals appearances or, the polls stink. or two three-peats. Um, two three-peats won that one. Because yeah, of you and your 20 burner accounts going in and voting. I on. have. No, there's, the, the Twitter polls are rigged. You have more than me. Absolutely rigged. Nah. And then the Twitter polls are absolutely rigged. Absolutely rigged because there's no way that Jonathan should have beat me in backyard baseball. Yeah, we. <laughs> That's just 
I am we, weeping because that's really I would say the team I, trash. there is a listener out there um, who has five Twitter accounts, and I if he goes and votes, he can definitely spew the vote in one way. I I'm mean, just saying, there is there is a Twitter account associated with somebody who frequents the show that I have blocked and reported I twelve times. I did notice this the other day when I went to to go and look. If, I also if, had somebody else block and report them. So hopefully they get banned. Oh, I can tell you right now that this person, whoever they are, they're one, they have a correct name on Twitter. They're, they speak right. the truth about a certain player. I'm, I'm and they done, not I'm, get banned? I'm done with No, it's talk. still cooking. Wow, that's tough. Did you, get, did you get a notice from Twitter? Got nothing. Oh, so it is you? No. <laughs> no, I got nothing from Twitter because it's not me. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, but the, the poll that really stood out was... Is it Ritu Pect? You know, shout out to Jeter back when he retired, or is it Ritu Spect? The correct one won there for sure. Ritu uh, Pect. Clearly the bots were getting to that. No, I mean, Jonathan, if only you had created 10 more Twitter accounts, you maybe could have skewed it. If only, only Jonathan have, knew how to read, he'd get that one right. So I only have one Twitter account, so how much? We've got some great polls out there. Um, God, some it awesome is Twitter freezing polls. in this studio. Yeah, Zach, with the shorts. Tough scene. 61. It's warmer outside than it is in here. It's brutal, um, but it happens. Hey, you know, back in the fall, it was like 90 degrees sometimes, you know, but hey, we uh, we do cherish this beautiful studio. Uh, you know, if anyone is walking around campus, they can they can see us, you know, talking, slinging some hot sports takes across the room. It's it can get wild. I mean, takes can get pretty hot sometimes. I mean, Jonathan's take earlier about Brady leaving or staying being uh, 48 and 52 what a take. Oh, yeah, Ryan, let me... You, let couldn't, me, have, you couldn't have more of a direct take than that. Let me guess Definitely you. not neutral. Give give us a, uh, out of 100, a percentage he stays, a percentage he goes. Which and which? Uh, I'd say it's 60-40 he stays. Okay, that's at least more of a take than Jonathan's non-take. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more inclined to, to give him the benefit of the doubt still that he'll stick around, but... I do think there's still a decent possibility he uh, he he moves on from the Patriots. All right, that's a fair assessment, Ryan. I appreciate you having a take. Um, unlike someone to my right. So, okay, you want me to go sixty forty stays? No, I just want you to have more of a take than like. Uh, he had a take. Eh. That was a lukewarm take eh. at best. I don't know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. Hey, if I can do that and make the amount of money that he's making, <laughs> seventeen I'll do mil. It. I'll do it. For Tony Romo, hey, you know. That's absurd. Good you, for him. You know what they say? Um, oh, God, I forgot the expression. I've heard it a yeah, billion times. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, good one. <laughs> you know what they say? Rising tides raise ships. That raise is, all Raise boats. all boats. Whatever. You know what? I don't need you a and rising your, tide raises you and your all neutral. Or all ships. I don't need you and your neutral sports commentary coming at my, you know, trying to pull a phrase out. But it's true. Yeah. Right. Dude, you're, next thing you know, you're going to sign a 10-year, $10 million <laughs> contract with the Bandits. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> Tony Romo gets paid, and then all of a sudden, a lowly like myself just gets bank. Just <laughs> just bank for all, all the fire sports takes being flung, flung across the room here. I mean, seriously, it's great to have a studio that can handle Jonathan's flaming hot takes that just he could not be more 
uh, dead set on. Oh, you know? I was pretty dead set on my Chris Sale's trash. He's the worst okay. pitcher in the league. Okay. Worst contract. See, that's what I like. When you come in here and, and you call Jason Tatum Kevin Durant. That's a hot take. Uh, that, I'm surprised this studio didn't, like, burn down because of how hot that take was. I mean, seriously, what a take. And Zach earlier in the year, or uh, back in the fall as well, coming at Jalen Brown. Give me those takes 24-7. Stand by that. Thank you. Jalen Brown trash. My my take, D.C. defenders, going to win the XFL. You said in the bowl. chat. They I'm win. sorry. It was sorry. a quote in the I'm chat sorry, yes. on Saturday night. I take it back. No more Jalen Brown slander. I take it back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I take oh, it back. I had Celtics plus one. Jalen Brown hit a three to send them into overtime. <laughs> it was awesome. And then... They lost by one, so it pushed, so we're all good. <laughs> but, yeah, love me some Jalen Brown. Oh, man. That was your favorite player in the league. Those are no, the, I didn't say that. <laughs> those didn't are the takes I, I live for. I live for those kind of takes, and, yeah, it's great. I'll give you another one. Jalen Brown, better clutch time than Jason Tatum. That's a quote. I mean, he how many shots is he? He get? just hit the last one. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Oh, I mean, that's, I, that's I mean, Tatum, Tatum against the Lakers before that fumbled it out of bounds. Tatum won the game against the He's not wrong, Jonah. Tatum won the game against Clippers. I, I heard, I heard a DC Defenders. Yes, uh, oh, DC Defenders are going. All, they're going all the way. Oh, they're okay. so bad. My Guardians, my Guardians are back. Matt McGloin is literally the worst quarterback to walk on the face of the earth. Nah, I don't know. I mean, he got Cardell. Cardell will be fine. Once they sign PFT commenter to that kicker's contract, Mr. 35, it's all oh, over. So I mean, what happens when they don't, Dan? What happens when they don't? They, Cardell will they still Cardell will carry. I mean, it don't matter. Every team in the league's playing for second. My Houston Roughnecks are just going to walk away with this undefeated, say. and they're just not going to get touched the entire the, season. The Roughnecks are scary. Let me tell I you, admit that. my Vipers. Oh my! We <laughs> won over the weekend. No, you wanted them to Unfor- go defeated. Unfortunately, uh, no. Dan Roach we won the, over no, the weekend. Shush. No shush. <laughs> Dan Roach is the only one in our chat that likes the Vipers. You hate the Vipers. You picked them to go defeated, and you're rooting against them every week. I'm not going to sit here now, and let you slander. It's true. Dr's good now name in the we, Vipers. We only can go one and nine, which is unfortunate because I was so on the zero and ten tank for two a bandwagon, and now we're going to get stuck with like Jake Fromm or something. See. You know what happens if if Tebow has another failed year as trying to make it to the MLB? It'll be like his fifth year trying, I think. Next year, uh, year two of the XFL, Tebow will play. I'm yeah, calling I'll, it right now. I'll take you up on that. If he plays, one, it'll be great for the league. Two, whatever team he plays for, if it's not the defenders, I mean, I won't be a defenders fan anymore, but... I hope it is because, but again, I would need Cardell to, to tank. But regardless, if you got Tim Tebow in the XFL, oh my God, want, I, I would get that jersey in two seconds. You want to bet on that? No, I'm good. I'll bet you, I'll bet you a small. <laughs> no, because you know, you know what's going to happen? He's not going to join the XFL. I'm going to uh, owe you two smalls for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, a small bucket of balls. John, in a so range. for anyone that, that, probably doesn't care but i'm gonna tell you anyways i've uh, owed jonathan a small bucket five dollars at our local driving range rare golf course go check it out 
for like a, for like a year now, almost a year. Like this summer, it will be a year because what he does when we go to the driving range, that man is already on the tee. He's already got his bucket. <laughs> He's already got his bucket. There's no opportunity. Well, Dan, how about you just show up a little bit earlier? Nope. Nope. Can't <laughs> do that. Get out. Daniel. How about you time. get out your house? Stop. And be on time. Get some help. And show up a little earlier. You know what? Because I have. There have been times when I've gone with Jonathan where I get there on time. The dude gets there like 10 minutes early. Well, why don't you get, you know this. But you why see, you change I, didn't have, I didn't have time to adapt. This summer, I'm coming for him. You better show up an hour early, already have the bucket ready for him. <laughs> I probably and will. Hand it to, and put it on the roof of his car when he gets out. <laughs> I'm literally going to have to camp out at Ritter the night before we go to the driving range yeah. next time. Do it. You, you, better, you better hope that I don't go and buy the $500 annual bucket. Oh, if you... <laughs> you better hope I don't wait go do that. Next year. If you do that, I I don't know. I might just not golf this summer. I might just say, That's you know what? Cap. Yeah, that is cap. I'm golfing a lot this summer. Um, but He's going he's to beat Nitchie. I'm going to beat Nick Brown. Uh, he's got to beat Ryan Guest first. caller. If Ryan will play, uh, then I'll make sure to do that. Um, but yeah. Ryan still says he's better than you. It's just not true. It's patently false. It, it's proven. You, like once. <laughs> I will play sir, you in sir, an we honest. Don't need those noises. I'll Bad play radio. you, Ryan, in an honest round of eighteen. I don't care where, and it'll be straight up uh, stroke play or match play. It'll be your call. I'm retired. So okay, Cap. okay. Then I don't want to hear this. Oh, it's been proven. Talk. If you won't come out and actually I beat prove it. Twice. I mean. Yeah, it's just... I think he did. No, I know he did, but, like, at the same time, I think one of those was, like, we were seeing how many, like, ball or shots we used. Like, eh, I need stroke play, 18. And I beat you in that. Well, at Ritter. if you can't do it again, then... <laughs> oh, so I have, to, I have to keep doing it every year. Well, it's oh, a challenge. Okay. It's, a, it's a, The challenge is coming up. Like, just, like, I've now played enough where... I'm confident. Like, last summer, I was still, I'm still bad, but I'm still really trying to put the pieces together here. I mean, last summer was like, all right, let's see how much money I can spend on golf to try to at least get somewhat <laughs> decent. Oh, wait, bank account's like, oh, no. It's like Andre the Giant give like, whoa, 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 whoa. And, yeah, and it's going to be the same way this summer, too. So, I mean, if you want to come out, I'll get you around, and I'll beat you. Man, All right. I, I can't Sounds good. wait. I, Sounds I just want to be I just want to be a spectator. Yeah, me and Jonathan, me and Jonathan Dan. are going to be there. Me and Jonathan will caddy. Yeah. Oh, that'd be I amazing. Caddy. What? Or like a spotter? I'll, I'll, caddy. I'll caddy for you like on the greens. Could you spot for me? Yeah, I mean we could spot. Uh, All right, fine. You want who <laughs> like, do you want? Honestly, I'll give you uh, spot, who do you want? Spot. <laughs> Jonathan's like, "Wait, Dan's driver goes left a lot. I don't know about that one, chief." Spot. <laughs> Well, I definitely think we should be spots on where they hit their drivers. Um, yeah, besides that, you don't really need it. I who mean, am I going to take? Jonathan with the draft again here. Shot the problem clock. is here. What's the problem? Is that if, if I don't pick Ryan, he goes <laughs> out and performs for you. If I pick Ryan, he never performs for me. In the, FB, in the WBL... Oh, wow, in this the, is some... In the scramble. Um, Sir, I'm going to need you to pick. It's like he has a vendetta against me yeah, as but a he's, captain. Yeah, but he, he wouldn't, you wouldn't be playing for 
He wouldn't be playing for you this time. Yeah, but like he he's would, playing for himself. He, You're just helping yeah, but out. he would he would have one bad hole and be like, yeah, I'm playing against Jonathan. <laughs> um, so Dan, look me in the eyes. I'm looking <laughs> you in the eyes. What's up? What do you want from me? Yes, spit it out. I'm taking Ryan. <laughs> Underdog story. Let's go, baby. You just got muted. Let's go, baby. Me and DS. You just got muted. We coming. Jonathan. Jonathan and Ryan together is going to be a mess. Jonathan's huge head case. I don't know why he picked that. That was a terrible I pick. Just, I agree. Jonathan, before you got unmuted, I. it's okay that you picked Ryan, but I would like an apology. Apologize. No. Don't apologize. You said no. I'm going to unmute you anyways because we still have 20 minutes to kill off here. <laughs> Unfortunately, if I could just mute you, I would for the whole show. I mean, you, I mean, you literally can. I literally can, but I... We embrace love on this show. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be the bigger man. So, yep. Ah, that's Thank that's you, a man. that's a that's an interesting idea. What? Just feeling some hate like two minutes ago. I love it. I love it. That's what my guy does. I mean, we throw, we throw jabs and then, and like then we're I, nice. We throw jabs and nice. <laughs> like you don't I even said, see it coming. Like I said. So you're you hypocrite. Know, you're this, hypocrite. This studio no, can get Dan, hot. Dan also looks like a four-year-old, so he can get away with it. <laughs> it's true. He's like, jab, 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 and the people are like, oh, Dan, it's okay. You that's got no fine. facial hair. You're like four years old. It's fine. <laughs> this, this is true. That's, that's this assault. Is true. <laughs> you know? That's actual assault. Um, yeah. Well, at least my guy has been in the gym putting on some pounds, putting on some muscle. He's hitting over 300 now, I heard. Hey, at least my guy has been to the range. <laughs> Ryan, you gotta get to the range. <laughs> um, yeah, right. No way. You'd have to pay Ryan to go to the range for this match. I'm not doing that. Oh man. Or I could just well, I could give Ryan my small. Dan gives me the small. I give Ryan the small. There you go. Ryan, Enough Ryan, about you got a free your bucket. small bucket. All right. That I'm literally never gonna be able to pay back. Like as much as long as I live. I honestly think that's how it's gonna go. Is that on this match day, whenever this happens, Ryan Dan will show up to the range. And buy the small for Jonathan, and Jonathan will hand it right to Ryan. Ryan will hit about four balls and be ready to go. It's just, it's my nightmare. It's my nightmare. Um, I really hope it's at Ritter. So on that third hole, that's like 112 yards. Ryan can hit a hybrid, <laughs> which I, it's a great move. Yeah, I love it. Dan can hit it in the water. Oh, over absolutely. and over and over again. No, that's just in golf club. <laughs> but yeah. Dan, Dan, we just need you. We need to get you to the putting green. Because I swear you lose like twenty strokes around, twenty strokes a round <laughs> from the putting, from the putting. Go get some putt pig. Go get that putt pig. Because you are so bad at putting. Maybe if they can, yeah, I, I agree. So I know I am. Maybe if they can open the putting green at Ritter, we can make that happen. But you know what? I've been twice in the last like two, I don't know, two months, and it's been closed. Literally got yelled at the first time. Like, hey, putting green's closed. Like, yeah, we know. We're we're just we're just walking through here. Mind our own business. Um, but, yeah, that, that golf match will happen sometime in the summer. Figure that out. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see, Ryan. It should be, uh, should be interesting. But, yeah, my other mission is to pay Jonathan back for that small bucket. I'll do whatever I can uh, to make that happen. But I'm just waiting for the price to go up. <laughs> it's still, That's a great move. It's still 5 and 10. I don't know if they're going to push it to, like, 12 and eight or something soon but if they do all right you just get return on an uh investment there yeah. all day long but yeah dog, wow. i mean 60 percent return on pretty good <laughs> uh so <Stonks. laughs> do we want to get into mount rushmore 
I know we still have like 18 minutes, but yeah, it's you, Dan. So I know it's it is you, Dan. I know it's me, and this one, you know, it is you, Dan. It is it is you, Dan. Love that. Thanks, Ryan. And hold on again. I just want to give a quick little few claps for Ryan. He sounds great. I mean, this is probably the best he's ever sounded calling in. So credit to you, Ryan, for that. Thank you. I I appreciate it. I I tried. Yep. Credit to you. You got to get the love for that. Um, So Mount Rushmore. We're doing the Mount Rushmore of yard games this week on Mouth and Off. And this one kind of like I was trying to make sure, all right, what, you know, what constitutes as a yard game? All right, pretty much anything you do outside uh, while having fun with your friends and enjoying a few cold ones. Uh, well, wait. It, oh, yeah. So you, we're not counting like wiffle ball and like no. touch football. No. Okay. Those are not yard games. Well, I mean, they originated in our yards. <laughs> that is true. But I'm we talking. started playing them. So it's, in, like, it's like barbecue or like beach games. Yeah, we're, ta- we're, yeah. Ta- we're talking like the spike ball, cornhole uh, area. Wasey grounds, never forget, man. All right. <laughs> King of the beach. <laughs> um, so I'm going to just start off in no particular order. We got cornhole. Great practical game. I go. mean, anybody can play it. It's fun. You don't need two really hands. easy to play with a drink in your hand. Yeah, real easy. Spike ball. Yep, has to be in there. Hundred really? percent. Not easy to play with a drink in your hand. No, <laughs> but it's fun. No, not easy to play with a drink. In your hand. Really fun on the beach too. Great on. There's the not a beach lot of rocks. at night. Yep, that with was the little glow balls. That was amazing. That was sweet. But again, yeah. So spike ball. It's just Mount Rushmore. Like you think yard games, cornhole, spike ball. Like those are the first that came to my mind. Uh, for the third one. Um, so with this one, I, I don't know. I had a tough time because like with stuff like Beirut, you know, beer pong, whatever. I don't know if that is technically like a yard game, you know, cause it's like usually done indoors. You can do it outdoors. I didn't really think it. I definitely played a lot of beer pong outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, we do it every summer. We I, do have I a know. beer pong I know, tournament I know. outside. Well, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to save the last pick for that being potentially it but for the third one you know what gotta go can jam yeah gotta go can jam it's fair and i think i have to go like i don't know if i can go like a co co fourth no no you have to make a choice oh okay so oh this is tough i mean beer pong has to go four it has to so with that being said I'm going to give you one honorable mention because I want to emphasize that this could have been number four. And a lot of, like, younger people, like our age in general, besides me, I'm a grandpa, um, wouldn't necessarily have played this. A lot of their parents probably have. I love this game, Horseshoe. Horseshoe is a great game. If you have the setup, obviously, it's not too practical. But if you have the, the two metal poles, the two little sandboxes, and you got a few horseshoes to toss around, I mean, just guys being dudes, that's a good time. Absolutely a good time. So horseshoes up there as well. Used right. to play a lot of horseshoes. One that comes to my mind right away is um, it's either called it like ladder ball or um, yeah, it's oh, ladder yeah, yeah. ball. Yep. It's got the, the two ball. They got a golf ball yeah. at the end, and you toss them, and they swing around. It's a good game. Um, I mean, I would replace – I. Like, the category you have, like, I don't – like, I would replace 
uh, Pong with that because I, Pong, I just think Pong is like in a different category. Yeah, that's why I was trying to talk it out yeah, before I picked put the it. Pong in the, yeah, I don't know. That's why I wasn't too sure, but but hey. Pong is definitely like a barbecue. Like, yeah. like it's different. It it is different than like a lot of other like drinking games. It fits into a bunch of different genres. Yeah, yeah. It's just yard games. I mean, like that can. Yeah, you know, it's just like in that world of like your cornhole, your can jam, your spike ball. Like in that world, does it fit? And I think yeah, it does. It's also played indoors a lot, but yeah, I would say it's a yard game. But like the other ones are like they're. Way better if they're outdoors. I mean, can jam inside. What do you have? Like a fifty foot long to play in like basement. A gym. Yeah. So the other ones are like true to the core. Like these are to be played in the yard. Yeah. Hence yard games. But another one that I'll give you is uh, Polish horseshoes. Okay. It's care to explain? Yeah. So you got like a there's like a probably a five foot pole on either side with like a little platform on top, and there's a bottle on top of it. And the goal of the game is. You take the fris, you take a frisbee from one side, and you throw it, and you try to knock the bottle off. If you knock the bottle off, the other team that's on the other side tries to catch the bottle. If they oh, catch I it, like it, they get a point. If it drops, oh, then, I've played this. This is yeah, fantastic. It's a lot of fun. You're supposed to have a drink in your hand, so you only have one hand to catch with. And those frisbees come in hot, and if you'll we'll have to play when it gets warm out. Yeah, yeah I have it. That sounds. Oh, Andy has it. Yeah, look at so, that. Yeah. Just don't wake up the week. <laughs> no, they've been they've been good. They've been Sweet. real good. Ever Sweet. since uh I don't know. They're an they, empty nest, man. Yeah. Oh. Empty nest, yeah. It's beautiful. Um Yeah, that's that's Mount Rushmore of yard games. And we still got a little bit of time before we gotta head out of here. So I mean, can't really get too deep into a new topic, I feel like, but like is there anything you guys I could, uh, respond to what you guys were talking about earlier? Go, yeah, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think you said the Yankees were like what one oh one oh two and a half. half. Yep. Uh, give me the over on that. I mean, they won what one oh three last year, and that was with all the injuries. I know they Thank already you. lost uh, Severino, but I mean that that seems like they could easily they should easily be right around a hundred, if not more. So I'll take the over on that. Uh, I think he said Boston was in the mid eighties. Eighty four. Yeah, eighty four and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna take the under. Under baby. No, no Mookie. No Price, and possibly no sale. Rip Price. I, nice. I just, it just they want only one eighty four with all the those guys being somewhat in the lineup or Mookie being in the lineup the whole year. Uh, I don't know. I think the pitching is going to be tough, man. If the pitching's there, they'll they'll get the over. But if the pitching's not there, the under is going to hit. And then I think you did Detroit. Yep, the Tigers were the worst at fifty six. Yeah, give me the hard under on that. I know their division was crap, but the Chicago White Sox should be much better. Uh, I don't. Uh, the Twins should be okay still, and then the Indians should be okay still as well. I, I definitely would go under on that as well. All right, let me give you guys one more fun little uh, prop bet. Okay, Houston Astros uh, HB hit by pitch numbers. Oh, yes. eighty three and a half. So a little con- little context. Um, they were hit by eight, the P- Astros were hit by forty one pitches last year. League average was sixty six. Um, and the highest ever was Cleveland in 2008 with 103. 
So, so eighty three and a half is a big number. It's like every other game, someone's getting hit every other game. Under. I'm going over because especially if the Astros, because wherever they go, especially on the road, they are going to get destroyed by fans, media, whatever. And if they let it get to them, a.k.a. we see a couple brawls here and there, even just one brawl, I think people or players will police them even more. If they if they go over the so top. So that would mean the under. Huh? If they're gonna get police time, no, it would, gonna, it would yeah. help no. the under. No, it helps the over. No, it helps the over. If the players are gonna police themselves. The players are policing it. So they are Oh, going... you're saying the player. I thought you were talking about the league. No, he said the no, players. No, no, no. See, no. I think I think the I think that the league is gonna police it harder, which is why I think the under is gonna hit. Yeah, that's I think how I agree with that. I think they're gonna they're gonna come out strong and the Astros know. probably get hit a bunch in the first few weeks, month of the season, and then Manfred's gonna suspend somebody or he's gonna yeah, or find somebody again, huge. I don't know because Manfred, I think, is like not scared, but you know what I mean. He's like afraid of the MLBPA. You know, he Tony Clark basically was like, "Oh, you're not going to touch any of these players in this whole cheating scandal," and they didn't. I mean, they did the exact opposite. And then Manfred even said, "Like, you know, these players will they'll be getting punished for the rest of their lives in terms of scrutiny." Blah blah blah. And I think. I don't. I mean, if it gets like violent to the point of like aiming for guys' heads, yeah, then I could see Manfred doing something. I I just think that like the players, it's gonna be bad, and I think that it's gonna be over eighty three just because. I don't think Manfred is gonna have, you know, I don't think he's gonna step in, right. unless it gets real real bad, and I don't think the players are gonna allow it to get too bad unless the Astros want to have that battle. I don't think they want that battle. But Ryan, you got the over or under on eighty three. Oh, under. I, I agreed with Zach. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it should be interesting, regardless. I mean, it's definitely. Gonna, I think it's gonna be close. Spring training, guys from Double A are getting beaned. I mean, I, I just, I just think like when you saw guys like Judge, Bellinger, Trout publicly coming at the players and discrediting them or, or their accomplishments because of all of it, whatever. And then Carlos Correa's response. That was that was bad. Telling Cody Bellinger to, to get the facts or bleep off. I mean, again, like, it's, it's going to get as bad as the Astros allow it, in my mind, because I think the players on the other side will do the right thing. They're not going to headhunt. They're going to just, hey, we're here. We're going to throw inside. If we're up big, hey, I'm going to bean you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, if, if they want to have a, a brawl at any point at the Astros and have that battle, I don't think it's a smart one to have. But, hey, it should be interesting. It'd be great if the first game of the season, Altuve just gets plunked on the first pitch. I think he might. I would love that. I could, I could see it. I mean, from, you know, fan – like, I heard, you know, there was a fan earlier in the spring, like, you know, asking uh, Altuve if, uh, if they could see his tattoo that he talked about having and – like all this other stuff surrounding the Astros, like, and their security team stealing signs from fans. Oh yeah, it's just like everything. Fans are gonna bring signs that like yell it. There wasn't any like thing um, profane on profane, it. Yes, yeah. it was just yelling at them for being cheaters. <laughs> and the Astros security took the took the signs away. I mean, that's just also Trevor Bauer 
tipping pitches purposely. Oh, love that. What just alpha? I just love that move. I love that move. He's gonna if he plays the Astros, you know he's oh, he's, he's going to hit him. So there are like select players that maybe will won't go with that approach, but guys like Bauer, guys that feel cheated, Sale <laughs> even maybe. Oh, Sale won't be out there. No mind. Just got. <laughs> that was a funny joke, Dan. That was a good one. <laughs> It wasn't meant to be a joke. Dan, that was mean. I almost walked out. <laughs> well, I mean, we're we're wrapping up anyways. That was a good one, Dan. Oh, okay, Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> anyways. Assault. Ryan, final final words, if any, that you want to get in before we close things out here. Yeah, so you were talking about the IOC earlier. Yep. And yeah, uh, like 12 hours ago, uh, the BBC came out and said that it could be the, the Tokyo game could be postponed to the end of the year. Then, like you said, Bleacher Report came out and said, "Oh, the IOC is saying that they're going to proceed with the Tokyo Olympics yeah. as planned, despite the coronavirus." And then another report came out by Time and said that, "Well, the Olympics can just be held at any time, 2020, so nothing set." So I, I don't know what to believe right yeah. now in terms of that. It's just. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, and then uh, last but not least, uh, my mortal lock of the week. We're one and zero in this semester. We're, we're going back to the Big Ten college basketball. Michigan State versus Penn State. The over under is set at one forty five and a half. Give me the under. Wow, you love some Michigan State. I'm just gonna take whatever the points are for up. GC defenders. <laughs> now you just love the games mortal they're lock. playing. Uh, the defenders was uh, was a big walk it up. Plus eight. They're probably plus eight. I mean, they're on a two-game skid. Just give me the defender's uh, line, whatever that is, because um, we're back. Happy 22nd birthday, oh, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, shout out. My goat, my king, my lord, my savior, my messiah. All right. My everything. Let's, let's chill. All right. My bae. Sorry, Seattle's three-and-a-half-point favorites over D.C. Oh, love that. How are my Vipers? Give me the my Vipers. Vipers are one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Against? L.A. The Wildcats. Oh, yeah, hammer those Wildcats. <laughs> Road to one and nine, baby. <laughs> My Roughnecks, 13-point favorites. You gonna uh, take that's that? A, that's a lot. <laughs> I kind of like New York plus eight against, at Dallas. Oh, all right. Well, that just... Thank oh. you. Okay. I don't... If Landry Jones is out, I don't trust that backup quarterback for Dallas. Whoever so, he is. Whoever he is, that he's guy. Out, he's out like two weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm going to hammer uh, New York plus eight then. Yeah, Love it. I thought he's out at least two weeks. There we go. Breaking moves. <laughs> I want a bunch of 0-0 zero, zero XFL games. Yeah, I mean, zero, the, zero the under has been a ties. crazy streak. Just destroy the league. <laughs> the only games that have gone over pretty much have been the Houston games. Beautiful. Offensive juggernaut. Juggernaut. P.J. Walker. The only thing that might derail the Roughnecks is if P.J. Walker gets signed by an NFL team before this XFL season is over. That would be tough. Mm. Very, very tough. Big Bruins game tonight, too. Yeah. True Bees, Bees Lightning. Oh, Top two teams in the league. A little more a lock for you. Parlay, the Bruins, money line, and the over six goals tonight. Cooking. So many locks. Well, I think that does it here for us on this beautiful Tuesday. We will see you all hopefully off air next week. It's uh, spring break week here at BSU. So hopefully we see you on an off air pod edition of Mouth and Off Sports. Duke Stinks. Duke stinks. Ryan, we'll see you later, my friend. Yep, your phone patch is off. That means you don't get to say, go Duke. Uh, go Duke. All Duke right, stinks. Jonathan, you're gone too. And that will do it uh, here on Mouth and Off Sports on WBIM 91. 91-
105.5 FM. Thank you all, and we will see you next week. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place. Yesterday